Croft's lights out and away we go. It certainly is. The man's voice you heard there is David Croft. He is the Sky Sport F1 commentator. Three weeks on the button. We will be underway for the Formula One season. And I'm pleased to say, with everything that's going on, Lewis Hamilton following the hackneyed cliche of getting a Ferrari when you turn 40, uh, all of that. But the racing begins in three weeks. And I'm pleased to say that that voice, David Croft, joins me here on Summer Grandstand right around Australia. Crofty, welcome. Good afternoon. G'day. How are you? Uh, I'm very well, thank you. The big story, of course, Lewis Hamilton to Ferrari. How has the dust settled on it a week on? I love it. Hackney cliche of getting a Ferrari when you're 40. Um, he's already got a couple of Ferraris uh, and he's uh, he's not 40 until next year. Um, I, I, I saw Lewis yesterday. Um, we were doing some filming uh, with Sky and he is in he's in a hugely positive frame of mind. He's in a really good place. Um, you know, he's excited for the season and what is going to be his last season obviously for Mercedes, you know, and very much looking forward now uh, to the future. It, it didn't surprise me when the news came through, maybe the timing uh, just a little bit, certainly surprised Toto Wolff and, and the Mercedes team. But I think this is a move that Lewis Hamilton has had um, in the back and sometimes in the forefront of his mind for, for some time now. He, he's made no secret of his admiration for the Ferrari team. Uh, the timing is never quite aligned before, but I think now I, I, I see no negatives. Obviously, he sees no negatives. He's teaming up with his old boss from, from the junior formula, uh, the man who kind of helped shape his, his Formula One career, Fred Vasseur, um, who was his team principal in, in GP2. And, and you know, what is, there, what is there to lose by going to Ferrari at this time? I don't think a huge amount because it's not like Mercedes are a, a winning team, as it were. Um, currently, what is there to gain? Everything if he can make and help Ferrari to turn back into a winning team and maybe mount a title challenge in, in 2025, 2026. We're getting carried away with ourselves a bit on that one. Who knows what's going to happen? But for the time being, I, I think it's a move Lewis has always wanted to make, and, and finally the timing was right. My mind went in a lot of different directions when I first heard this news. So let me just work through them in uh, chronological order. The first of which was, <laughs> did Lewis have any inside information that Ferrari will be fast in 2025? I have no idea on that one. Um, I think it's also looking to 2026. Mm. Um and then the regulation changes uh, with the new engines and then the new reg changes there. Um, obviously, Ferrari and, and Fred Vasseur and, and John Elkin, the, the the chairman, have have given him you know the, the sales pitch as, as any any team would. Whether that's a we are definitely going to be fast, I'm not sure. I just think it's more a case of the timing is right for a fresh challenge and a and a new challenge and to do something a little bit different. It's not necessarily tied in with Ferrari are definitely going to be quick. Uh, this might have actually been the first place that my mind went because there's an old saying, back self-interest, at least you know it's trying. What does it mean for <laughs> our guys uh, in Oscar Piastri and also Daniel Ricciardo? If anything. Uh, well, if anything. Well, the thing is, it, it, it does rather open up the driver market at mm. the moment uh, and, and a big move like that means that there is now a seat available at Mercedes, but I don't see Oscar or Daniel taking that seat. 
I think Mercedes will be quite keen on uh, on the young uh, F2 driver, uh, Antonelli, mm. who is part of their stable. And I think who they would like to, if he has a good first half of the year in his debut season in F2, I think uh, you you could argue that, that he would be he would be an easy person to put into the Mercedes team, given they've already got George Russell, who who will be the team leader from next year onwards. Um, Oscar's signed a new deal with McLaren. He's committed his long-term future to McLaren. So I think he, he's very much settled alongside Lando, and I'm sure we'll get on to Oscar in a moment. As for Daniel, being part of the, the, the Red Bull stable, I don't think that Mercedes seat necessarily would open up for him either. What he needs to be targeting this year is to do a really good job uh, for, for RB um, to, to be consistent, uh, to be up there, you know, scoring points on a regular basis. And then if Sergio Perez has another year akin to last year with, with a few mistakes and not being close enough to his teammates, um, even though, of course, he finished second in the championship, then there might be a seat at Red Bull. And that's where I think Daniel Ricciardo's path has got to be. And if he does go back to Red Bull, that would be a, an incredible achievement for a man who 12 months ago, Ben, we, mm. we were talking about not potentially not driving an F1 again. <laughs> yeah, it, it felt like it was going that way for me, certainly. Yeah. Uh, David Croft, the voice of F1, chatting to myself, Ben Cameron, here on Summer Grandstand across Australia. Uh there's a feeling at the moment, Crofty, that Formula One is a sport in which 20 drivers do somewhere between 50 and 70 laps, and at the end of that, Max Verstappen wins. What are the chances <laughs> that someone will be able to challenge Max Verstappen and Red Bull this year legitimately? Well, I think, I think the chances are that this is the third year of the current regulations. We saw the field converge towards the end of last season, and people were certainly getting closer to Red Bull than they were at the start. Adrian Newey has already said, that the man who designs the Red Bull car, or leads that design team, and is the inspiration for a lot of, of Red Bull's aero success, has already said maybe we have been a bit conservative and just gone for for a continuation of, of, of the, current, um, the current style and, and trend of this car maybe we should have gone in a different direction. Maybe we can't develop as much as we'd like to this season. Um, is that a warning sign from Adrian Newey? I'm not quite sure. Uh, Red Bull were far enough ahead, I think, even for, for even a touch of conservatism to not totally affect their position on the track. But I think others are playing catch-up. Others are finding out where they went wrong and are getting it right. And I expect the challenge to be closer but it wouldn't surprise me at all. And I think if you're asking where my pound's going to be mm. uh, for a champion this season, it will still be Max Verstappen and Red Bull. Max Verstappen is very much at the top of his game. Red Bull have given him a car that he loves and he enjoys driving. And there's no reason to think at the moment that that, that will all go, uh, will all go uh, in a different direction. But McLaren, Ferrari with a completely revolutionized car that's that, that they say is no no similarity whatsoever to last year um mercedes who are also going down a different direction to the one they did a couple of years ago aston martin they will improve and they will be challenging for podiums if not wins throughout the season as for the rest attention on rb 
the team formerly known as Alpha Tauri, with their closer ties to the Red Bull team. I think we'll see an improvement from them. Um, Alpine, I think have got a big season ahead of them, but I'm not sure everything's going to go the way they want it, not from what I'm hearing um, uh, with Alpine. Um, and then Williams to carry on where they left off last year, making improvements bit by bit, slowly but surely. Um, uh, Sauber, who say that you know this is the start of a, of a new, uh, a new, uh, not just a new season, but we're unleashing a beast. Where we're, we're going to be more competitive. It's going to be a much better car. It looks a very nice car, I think, to be honest. And I expect Sauber uh, to to be up there. Uh, challenging for points on occasions, and and Hass, who I was um, I was with Ao Komatsu last night, and you know he's he's no he's under no illusions about the engineering challenge to lift them off the bottom of mm. the uh, of the table, but I think he's the right man to, from an engineering side to to do that. He's been with the team throughout. He works very very hard. He knows everybody. He knows the limitations the team have got. He understands the limitations, and together they will work to find a better car. But I'm not sure in the early part of the season that they're going to be making great strides forward. I think that's going to take some time. Okay, a very simple question. How high should our expectations be for Oscar Piastri this year? Well, look, I, this is an, a, a Brit talking about Australian <laughs> sports people here. I mean, I, my, I always thought the view was that an Australian sports person could go and do anything they wanted, come home with a gold medal, the world championship, uh, <laughs> you know, the, the, the new Ferrari car and, and a billion dollars in the bank. I, I thought they were the expectations mm. for Australian That's sports true. people. <laughs> and anything less will be seen as a failure. Um I think you can expect Oscar Piastri to have a very fine season. I think he had an exceptionally good season on debut last year. Um, I think, you know, without doubt, the best rookie season uh, since Lewis Hamilton uh, back in 2000 and uh, back in 2007. Um, he's going back to tracks that he would have raced on for the first time last year, now with a familiarity of, of, of a guy in his second season, China aside, of course, that will be a debut for him. Um, he will go in the knowledge of, of, of how an F1 weekend pans out from a driver's perspective. Um, he will have learned a huge amount from last year, and he will know that his team will start the season with a much better car than he started last year. Uh, if Oscar Piastri is the first retirement of the 2024 season, um, you know, I, the, the, there will be a huge consternation um, at McLaren. He was the first retirement of last season, of course. I think Oscar Piastri is the real deal, and I expect him to be winning Grand Prix if not this season, but the season after. One thing I would say, Crofty, you can come home with all of those things you mentioned, but just no moral victories. We're not interested in those. We'll leave those to uh, the English <laughs> cricket team. Um, <laughs> now, are you still are you still talking about that? Are you still having to defend your actions at Lords last year? That's how bad it was. <laughs> Correct. Correct. Hey, uh, speaking of <laughs> shady areas, uh, I'm not trying to get you in trouble with this, but... Um, it, it feels like F1 has hit a few shady spots recently with some of the stories, the Red Bull salary cap, the Christian Horner investigation, even the Singapore Grand Prix. Where do you see that as leaving the sport at the moment? Well, I think you always get positive and negative stories in, in, in any walk of life. 
Um, and Formula One is, is no different with that. Uh, what is happening with Christian Horner? Uh, and as we speak at the moment, you know, there, there will be a hearing taking place between those investigating, the barristers investigating, and Christian Horner himself. I'm not expecting we're going to hear any any results uh, of that in, internal investigation um, in the sh- in, in the very near future. It's not going to happen in the next couple of days. They will want to take their time, Red Bull, to establish the facts, establish the the, the case, and 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 come to to the appropriate conclusion um, in terms of Red Bull breaching, you know, cost cap in the past. That's been dealt with, um, and and a fine was issued. Some say not enough. Red Bull themselves saying too much. You know, it depends what side of the fence you're going to sit on on that one. Um, in terms of the Singapore Grand Prix, that you know, uh, that story there involving you know government ministers and and uh, and and Singapore Grand Prix executives. I don't have a huge amount of knowledge about. To, to be mm. fair, so I'm not going to make a, a, a comment on that, but I'm sure an investigation will take place and, and, and we'll, we'll find out the results from it. Um, and as for, for the Andretti story, I kind of, I, I'm not sure which way I'm leaning with, with, with the Andretti story. And, and as a fan and a broadcaster of the sport, I would dearly love to see an 11th and potentially a 12th team because a bit more variety on the grid, I don't think, harms the spectacle one iota. And I think that most Formula One fans are pretty much aligned that we'd like to see you know, more teams on the grid, but they have to be competitive teams. Yeah. There are a lot of... Well, every team has put money into F1, not necessarily in the good times, the boom times that we're getting now. They have invested... In 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 um, factories, in staffing, in machinery, you know, in 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 the product. So Andretti needs to come to the party with an equal investment because that is only right and fair and would only help F1. Uh, certainly, uh, there was some good news as well in amongst all of that, and uh, obviously your home Grand Prix, which was in doubt, Silverstone overnight. Uh, a 10-year extension, which is great news because we get to hear you guys enthusiastically talk about maggots and Beckett's and cops and all everything that goes along with uh, with the Silverstone Grand Prix, which we absolutely love. Last one, Crofty, really appreciate your time. Is there any chance of Gunter Steiner joining the Sky team for this year at, in, in any kind of role? I have no idea. Um, I have no idea at all. Um uh, that that's way above my pay grade on that one. I I, can't, I couldn't even give you a speculation. Mm. Uh, what I would say is that I saw Gunter at the start of the year after the news had broke. He was in fine form. Um, obviously disappointed um, that the decision was taken by Gene, but very pragmatic about it. He has various business interests. I don't think it'll be the last we'll see of Gunter Steiner in Formula One. I do hope he comes back. I'd prefer to see him as a team principal uh, rather than, uh, than than being part of the media pack. <laughs> um, but he's a, but he's a top man. Um, he's a top operator, and he is he's been a unique selling point in uh, Formula One uh, for, uh, for for many years now. And I, I don't think it's the last we'll see of him. And by the way, that comment about Silverstone being in doubt. I have to disagree with yeah, you on that. No. I don't. I didn't ever think next year would be the last we'll see of Silverstone either. But I am very, very happy that it's got a ten-year extension. Um, of all the the new places we go to, the new street tracks, you know, the new the the new spectacles that we put on, the sport still has to retain 
Um, it's history and it's heritage. Yes. And Silverstone is where Formula One's World Championship started. Um, it is with uh, all apologies to, to the great people in Albert Park who put on a magnificent <laughs> race. It is still the best Grand Prix of the year, bar none. If 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 for nothing else other than those wonderful stripes and the grass that they cut on a summer's afternoon at Silverstone, it could be Lords, but there's no Australian <laughs> chucking the ball at the stumps after the umpires walks away. <laughs> uh, over wasn't called. Uh... Just let Johnny know. Uh, Crofty, uh, always a treat to speak to you. We, we love hearing your voice as part of the coverage. It's only three weeks until you repeat your, uh, your famous phrase and we'll be racing in this season. Great to chat as always. Ben, I'm pulling up at traffic lights and shouting lights out and away we go every time I get in the car. That's my practice bit for the forthcoming season. Can't wait for it, mate, and thanks for talking to me.